0: welcome back listener to discussing marvel a miss marvel after show i am your host irving along with your other host eddie and today we are discussing episode four titled seeing red and the official synopsis of the episode is kamala travels around the world to solve the mystery of the bangle and her family so eddie What are your first impressions of episode four?
1: My first impressions of this episode, spoiler free, was I felt like it was rushed. I feel like a lot was happening, but not a lot was happening. So it is my least favorite episode so far of the series. Mm -hmm. What about you?
0: I totally understand what you mean by it felt rushed, but, and it didn't feel rushed. Because I thought that the world building and the information we got was really cool, but it is a Marvel show, so they have to shoehorn a fighting scene somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if it was up to them, the last 15 minutes would not have happened. Yeah. Like the only part that felt rushed was the fighting. Everything else was like, oh, this is cool. I like this. I like where we're heading story-wise, but I don't need so much of the action. But I feel like they feel that people will be like, when are we going to get to the fireworks factory? (laughs) I don't know if it's my least favorite because uh, I like to save that until I watch it all in one sitting and then I can determine which one I liked more than the others. But it's definitely not number one. (laughs) (laughs) And this is a point in the episode where we give our mandatory spoiler warning for episode four of Miss Marvel. And with that, let's take it from the top. I've really been digging the music that they've been putting in front of each episode.
1: Same. It's so good.
0: I feel like it just establishes the mood. Like last week was all dramatic and I was like, just get to it. (laughs) And this one was like, oh, this is relaxing. This is pretty chill. And we see that Kamala is actually on a plane with her mother, Muniba, and they are traveling to Karachi. And mom is obviously still upset because Kamala ruined the wedding. Yeah. And not just that, but Nakia is still not texting Kamala back.
2: Yeah.
1: For a second, I thought that she was either going to go alone or she was going to make her brother go with her. But her brother just got married, so they're probably at their honeymoon or she was gonna or they were gonna have their honeymoon in Pakistan, and she was gonna go <laughs> with them <laughs> but I was surprised seeing her mother on the plane
0: yeah, but we learned it's because Sana kind of made it seem like she was ill and they needed to come, so I think that's the only reason she was there, but she's not yeah. talking to her they <laughs> They're not even sitting next to each other mm-hmm. Once they arrive, we see Kamala's family is waiting for her, including Sana, her grandmother. And I've never traveled back home. So, Eddie, do you get greeted like this when you go back home to visit?
1: Yeah, it's very different compared (laughs) to here or when you're traveling in the United States or probably as a white american because no one is waiting for you at the arrival area they're waiting for you at in the car and telling you to hurry up and put your bags in the car so they can
2: leave
0: (laughs) yeah we don't want to be at lax any more than we have to i love that we see that sana tells Muniba that her face looks a little dry and if she's on one of her diets and straight out the gate it just shows that wow mothers never change, do they? No. (laughs) But it's funny because we kind of see the same thing be done to Kamala at times. So that generational trauma just continues.
1: Yep. It's a theme this year.
0: It really is. (laughs) We see that grandma lives in a pretty big house. And we get to see where Kamala is staying, and Sana's a pretty good artist.
1: Yes, and and that
0: house is beautiful, even though it needs a paint job. (laughs) It's character, like she said, it's character. Yeah. And we see that she paints her memories of partition so that she doesn't forget. And that's really beautiful because... It's it's obviously a very traumatic event for her, even though she was a little girl.
1: Yeah, and it's really cool that throughout decades and years of the human race, drawing pictures is a way to write important historical facts like ancient Egypt did too back then. So it's really cool that we as the human race use pictures to tell
0: stories. Yeah. And we also see Sana explaining more to Kamala.
3: Nani, why did you send this to me? A- am I a jinn? Of course. At least that is what my father told me. How are you I don't see what the whole fuss is about. It's just genetics. No. You're focusing on the wrong things. It is not about how I see the vision, or if you are a jinn. The important thing is that when the bangle was used the last time, it saved my life. Like the drill of stars, the day you left India. It was the middle of partition it was a hot summer night I somehow got separated from my father until a trail of stars appeared and took me right back into his arms
2: on the train
0: I love that she's not going to tell us how she saw the vision she's depriving us of that knowledge (laughs) (laughs) and I do think that she uh, is taking it way too casually like how is she so casual Eddie
1: I don't know. I feel like I feel like it's an elder thing.
0: <laughs> like she came to terms with it a very long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. It's just funny because it is interesting that she's like, "No, you're just focusing on the wrong stuff. Like you need to train." Now get training. <laughs> <laughs> we see that Kamala is having nightmares about everything that's happened so far, but she doesn't have time for nightmares because her cousins have a lot planned for her. They take her out to eat, but unfortunately, she is wearing jeans, so she can't eat inside. I thought that was pretty funny because it is true, when you go travel abroad, there's definitely a culture and a manner of dress that you might not be aware of. Yeah. Do you stand out when you go traveling, Eddie?
1: I don't know. (laughs) 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 Uh, I do see people look, like, stare at me. I don't know if it's the way, if if it was the way I dressed or the way I was speaking Spanish, but... A few heads turn here and there.
0: <laughs> okay, Miss Head Turner. <laughs> <laughs> it was also funny that we hear an auntie commenting about Kamala's name and about it being an interesting name to have. So I thought it's always funny that it just seems that every auntie has something to say and mm-hmm. it's never positive. Yeah. We see Kamala split from the group because she wants to go visit the train station, but no one else does because it's just a train station. It's like us. Nobody wants to go see the Hollywood Walk of Fame. You don't want to do that. There's nothing there.
1: Yeah. And I did notice that their cousins were like, "Mm," like, like, didn't want to go to the train station, not because it's just a train station, because I feel like. They probably think Nani's a little crazy, too, so.
0: Yeah, I could see that. They could be like, no, we've heard enough about this train station. I'm going to go. Yeah. But Kamala finds her way, and she makes it to the station. And I love that there's a graffiti art of Ant-Man. And it just shows that the Avengers have fans all over the world.
1: They should. They saved the world.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but you best know there's podcasters out there going, did they though? Did all (laughs) this even happen? How do I know that I was truly gone for five years? (laughs) (laughs) At the train station, we see that Kamala is attacked. And what did you think of this scene? I really
1: liked it because... She has more control of her powers. She knows how to use them better now. And so she's obviously had more practice. And the choreography of the fighting was pretty cool.
0: Yeah, I like that she was fighting someone her own age as well, which is just kind of cool. And yeah, just like how you said, it was cool seeing just her understanding her powers a little more and using it to her advantage which is always cool there's not enough in big end though that's the only thing i have why can't they why isn't she stretchy yet Mm -hmm. and then we hear kamala asking a very important question
3: who are you what are you you're not a clandestine you know about them but you have the bangle how did you get it from aisha where do you know about Aisha? Come with me if you want to live. What? Just kidding. I've always wanted to say that. But really, we should go. There's so many you need to meet.
0: I love that. I, I like that whole interaction because he seems to have a sense of humor as well.
1: Yeah, I'm very interested in finding out if Aisha has the other bangle because she obviously guided Nani to um, the train, Mm -hmm. obviously using her powers, but Nani has this bangle, so I feel like she gave it to Nani to hide yeah but we'll get into that probably in the next couple episodes
0: (laughs) yeah probably i mean we only got like two left so yeah they're gonna have to get to it uh we learned that his name is kareem and i got that from the marvel website and he takes her to a secret hideout of the red daggers and it's such a cool looking room i love a secret room i love a secret chamber and there's no tourists, which is the best part. Yeah. And Kamala meets Walid, who says they have much to discuss.
2: How did you know I was...
3: My name is Walid. Your great-grandmother's story is of legend. When you're ready, we have much to discuss.
2: Why is the hot and
3: sour soup so red? That's the color it's supposed to be. Did you, American, find a way to whitewash the Chinese food, too? Tell me, was it difficult finding a scarf long enough to cover that big mouth of yours? For hundreds of years, that scarf has protected the identity of warriors willing to take on the mantle of the Red Dagger. Our function is simple. To protect our people from the threats of the unseen. Like Jin. The clandestines are not like the jinn you've heard about in stories or in religious texts. I mean, if Thor landed in the Himalayan mountains, he too would have been called a Jin.
0: So, what are they? And what am I? I'll show you. Come. I love this. I love that he explains that if Thor would have landed, he too would have been considered a djinn. So, it's not just like a specific demon, but it almost feels like it could be applied to just a super. Yeah. Okay, like Aisha must have been the shit because everyone knows about who she is. Like, she is an icon she's a legend and she seems to still be the moment
1: yeah for sure
0: (laughs) she is on everybody's lips everyone knows who she is she's like Aisha did many great things and is this her secret family
1: maybe or they just worship her as a goddess because Because i just want to know
0: (laughs) i just want to know what she was doing to have such a reputation not just with family but like even there so -hmm. she clearly used the bangle for stuff yeah we then hear waleed explain more about aisha and where she comes from
3: the clandestines and aisha are from another realm This map shows you how our two worlds coexist. There are many dimensions around us that we cannot see. This is just one of them.
1: What is this?
3: Aisha's home it's connected to our world but hidden behind the veil of nur that separates our world from us nur is the energy source of that realm the veil the clandestines even your powers are made of it if the clandestines use the bangle to tear down the veil they'll unleash their world onto ours until there's nothing left of it
0: That's it. That's how we're getting the mutants. That's how we're getting the, <laughs> the inhumans. That's how we're getting, I don't know, insert whatever you want here. <laughs> do you think we're gonna get an insurgent?
2: Well well,
1: spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen Multiverse of Madness. Which there's do... no
0: excuse. It's been on Disney Plus for like
1: a <laughs> <laughs> We do see that the post credit scene. That Doctor Strange created an in insurgent, so we'll see where that goes and if see how it ties in with all these Marvel TV shows/slash movies.
0: Why do you think they keep separating <clears throat> Aisha from the clandestines? In, he mentions that. Kamal is not a clandestine, and it's probably because she's, like, three generations down. But whenever they mention Aisha, they don't seem to lump her with the clandestines.
1: Maybe because the clandestines are kind of like a tribe that want to take over the world, and Aisha is just that same i don't know species i don't know if that's how you say it
0: (laughs) no yeah like maybe in that realm there's also subgroups of people kind of like how we have here yeah so i guess that's a way that they can kind of separate her we see that halfway around the world the clandestines Break out of the damage control Supermax 14 prison. (laughs) And let's be honest if this is where they're keeping the baddest of the baddies, and these bitches with like no fucking powers were able to get out, like what the hell is going on here? Like those were like the rattiest chains that were holding them on. That it was like they're in the basement, these chains are like two for one, and these guards are like useless. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yes, or the the prison is empty and they were their first. <laughs> and they're like, okay, oh, we need, know. To, we need <laughs> to up our security. <laughs>
0: I just wanna know where my tax money is going. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, but Loki, did you think that we were gonna get a little cameo when they showed the prison? Because I sure did.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: But yeah, I just thought it was funny that like the wimpiest wimps to ever wimp to be sent to that prison got out like in 2 minutes of being there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We see that Kamran is not coming along because he made his choice and he didn't pick his mommy. So it's okay. You made the you made the right choice, Kamran. You yeah. can come live with me. I have plenty <laughs> of room. <laughs> <laughs> we see that grandma is hiding in her little hiding place in The balcony of her uh, ginormous house. And she's going to cover for Kamala while she keeps learning about herself and family. And I thought that was super sweet because that's what grandmas do. Or that's what they should be doing. (laughs) (laughs) We also get to see that Sana and Muniba still have things to work out.
2: Mommy, I, I think that maybe maybe it is time for you to start considering coming to live with us in america (laughs) yeah and there i thought
3: you went halfway across the world to get away from me
2: i wasn't trying to get away from you i just needed a change i was continuously being shunned by the neighbors because of my crazy mother and her wild theories nay
3: ye
2: bilkul sahi hai and even after baba left you you continue to cling to these fantastic theories
3: i just thought i'd share them with you
2: didn't need your stories mommy i needed my mother
0: oh my god that was so heartbreaking to hear
1: it was and like you said earlier generational trauma she didn't need these fantastical stories she just wanted her mother and that's it
0: yeah and it's, like, not to victim blame, but you got to tell what part of mom you need as well. Because yeah. they're always going to assume they're doing the right thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, based, I mean, based on how she was acting with Kamala, I can see how she might have acted as well. Like, she would have been like, it's not a big deal. And that's it. And left it at that. But to you, it is a big deal because you're a teenager and everything's a big deal. Yeah. I love earlier when she mentions all the boxes of taffy, and she's like, why are you such a hoarder? And Sana's like, well, I know you liked it as a child, and I assumed that one day you'd come back and you can take them. Yeah, that was cute. Does this happen to you where you tell one of your parents that you like one thing, and all of a sudden that's all they'll ever get you? No. (laughs) Oh, so you haven't had that happen to you yet? No. Because that happened to my sister. She told my dad that she liked this pan dulce from this bakery. And he's been getting it for her every single week. (laughs) And she's like, I'm the only one who eats this. And he won't stop. And I don't want to hurt his feelings. And I told her, it's because he found the one thing so he doesn't have to figure out anything else about you. And he just could just settle on that one thing for the rest of his life. Yes. (laughs) We see Kamala attend a bonfire and they learn about nicknames and she's going to go by Sloth Baby. And I thought this was pretty cool. It didn't really do much for like the story, but I like the world building that it does. I think sometimes we forget when we live in America that other countries continue to move forward as well. And they do have teenagers that do cool stuff and hang yeah. out and chill. We just assume that every country outside the U.S. is just, like, old people living in dirt and huts. (laughs) Yes. Back at the Red Daggers, Walid explains that he thinks that Kamala's genetics are the reason why she's able to harness the Noor, and that she's from this world as well, so that's probably why. It's like unique to her. Mm-hmm. And that's when the episode goes off the rails and the clandestines come crashing in and we get a fight. So, Eddie, how did you feel about this fight considering we had one pretty similar in Moon Knight? <laughs>
1: <laughs> like I said, it felt rushed. Like,
2: They were just running away from them. And I guess it was their way of progressing the story
1: to get to then a of the dead episode. end.
0: Yeah. <laughs> a dead end? Like, it didn't progress anywhere. I don't know. I feel like. It just feels like, oh, we need action. Well, I guess everybody wants a chase. And it's just like, I would have, I would have settled for a bra inside that room until there was only one left. We didn't need to yeah. run anywhere.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that is true.
0: <laughs> but guess what? They could do practical effects in a chase, and they had to do special effects if it's a bra. Because she didn't even use her powers that much. It was just like, chase, chase, Hong Kong, crash, crash. Correct, yeah. (laughs) I do love when she fucking got on that car and once again she goes in reverse and it's like, girl, get it together. (laughs) But then when she runs over that one guy, oh, I was, I, that did get a pretty big laugh out of me. Yeah. People getting run over, hilarious when you don't drive. (laughs) (laughs) We see that Walid is killed, so. There goes introducing a new character, mm-hmm. but so is the iPad kid adult. He's also killed, and good yeah. riddance because he was annoying as hell. Yes, <laughs> I do. I I will say it was really cool when they realized they're in that dead end, and they both hit their stup- their the, the angel ass kicking pose before the other two clandestines like jump through the hanging sheets. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, I was. I feel like we don't get enough ass-kicking poses as we should. Because let's be honest, if we had Superpowers Eddie, we'd be hitting poses for every single location. <laughs> yeah. And we would hey. not be like Sailor Moon uh, doing the same thing in every episode. It'd be a different pose.
1: <laughs> yeah. People are recording and people are taking pictures, so might as well strike a pose.
0: <laughs> and not just that. Why stick to one costume? What's up with that? <laughs> like, girl, go and rob a, a fabric store and create different outfits. I need one for summer. I need one for fall. And I need one for, like, winter. And yes. a spring one. <laughs> so Nachma is fed up with all of this. And she yells, enough. And she strikes the bangle, which sends Kamala through a portal. And uh, I knew that wasn't going to be good. You can just tell. We see that Kamala ends up in front of the train. And she's like confused about where she's at. But I think we know where she's at.
1: Yes, we know.
0: (laughs) And the camera pulls out to reveal a pretty chaotic scene at the train station. And we see that it's partition 1945. And the episode ends. I think this scene alone just like saves the whole episode for me.
1: For sure, yeah. I wasn't expecting time travel if that's what's happening right now or if she's just like in her vision. I don't know. <laughs> but I'm excited to see what happens next.
0: Yeah, just the camera pulling out and just seeing the all the trains and the amount of people trying to get on them. It really does give you... A very tiny glimpse of what it might have been like at that time and yeah it definitely felt impactful for me i don't know about you but it truly did it almost reminded me of that scene in titanic when the ship has gone down and the camera pulls out and you just see everyone just treading water and all you just hear is screaming yeah so it definitely felt very impactful
1: yeah very impactful because these events cause a lot of trauma and it's dark events in human history
0: yeah so do you think it's time travel or is she in the bangle alternative universe a memory Like, Grandma didn't give us anything, so now we gotta speculate, which is so worse. I'm gonna say time travel, since
1: King is no longer alive to control the sacred timeline. (laughs) We are able to see the multiverse branch out and these separate timelines intertwine. I feel like everything is now free game and on the table that yeah, she did time travel back then. What about you? What do you think?
0: I think she's inside the bangle. Like it's more of a like a pocket thing. She's not she didn't really travel because no one's reacting to her, or at least yet. And I feel like I know it's chaotic, but she stands out. And, like, no one's reacting to her. So I think it's more of a, like, a pensive kind of a thing, where she's possibly seeing the events, what the that... bangle, yeah, what the bangle wants to show her. Yeah. Do you think Aisha is gonna show up? We're, like, two episodes down, and I feel like, based on, we can kind of tell that the pattern of these marvel shows, so next episode is Memory Lane, so do you think we're finally gonna get her Kamala interacting with Aisha or at least seeing her?
1: Yes, we are you totally got a spot on where we're gonna see if this is a memory. We're gonna see the events of what had happened with Nani and Aisha and it's just gonna reaffirm Kamala's use of the bangle for good and her powers, and kind of give her an understanding of why that clandestines are after her because they said that Aisha betrayed them. So,
0: yeah, yeah, definitely. She's gonna have to show up. She's been an. In- She's been a main character in this story without even being there. Everybody talks about her. Everybody wants to be her. And everyone thinks it can change her. But she's not that kind of girl. So we're going to have to see her. Because Kamala now, I think at this point, she probably wants to know, too, why why everybody knew about Aisha. Because I want to know about Aisha. I want to be her. I want to be, like, legend and legendary which she is
1: yeah what do you think about kamala's personality during this episode
0: oh i loved it when she totally told them do you find a scarf big enough for that mouth i was like (laughs) (laughs) "Oh." and yeah i mean they were making fun of her for not wearing proper attire i think at some point they called her like a did see American something, something when they kind of abbreviated it. And it was just like, Oh, that's savage, but she doesn't care. She's herself. What did you think of her personality in this episode?
1: From what you just said, those were the standout scenes that she stood out in, but she was pretty quiet in, in the rest of the episode. Like, yeah she's in this country this is not the culture she is used to or the people she's used to so and i get that i when i went to mexico i felt like oh these people think i'm american so i'm not gonna say much because i don't want to be judged
0: well, this is the first time we've had her without Bruno or Nakia throughout the series. She's always been with one or the other. So I think that she definitely needs to be her own person. And I think that's what we're going to get. Yeah. So it kind of seems like they're setting up the Red Dagger and Kamran to team up with Kamala. But... From what they're giving us, like, these people don't seem like they're anything worth teaming up for. Even though they did break out of, like, the world's most secure prison. So, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, is she truly the bit the big baddie? I mean, it got to the point where there was, like, articles written about the fact that this whole mentor turning evil is pretty tired. And we mentioned it, too. Like, we're over this. Yeah. Give us a bad bitch, and then just stick with it. hmm So do you think they're going to have a team-up? Or if it's going to be something that she tackles all by herself?
1: Well, we saw with Cameron and... The Red Daggers that she has, people that she can work with and trust. But I hope she doesn't get a team up and she does this herself that way her character as a superhero can be more appreciated and evolved
0: yeah so this is a part that you love so much eddie it is our mephista corner so what is your mephista corner after all the information we got in this episode
1: well, this, is... <laughs> this, series, this series has been hard to kind of guess what's going to happen next because... It's been hard for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> because we don't know. We don't know what's what's happening after each episode. It's kind of all up in the air, and we have two episodes left, so I feel like... She, my Mephisto theory is I feel like she did time travel. Aisha's gonna give her the second bangle, and we're going to see a battle between her and the clandestines trying to save her realm at the end, but. I don't know. That's it. That's all I have. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, at this point, it's very difficult because for my Mephisto Corner, it something's gotta happen that Carol Danvers is gonna be like, what the fuck is happening over there? Yeah. Like, she didn't come for any of the other stuff, so it has to be pretty big that it's like, okay, I need let's team up, girls. <laughs> so whether it actually does happen that they get the bangle and actually open the portal and start destroying the planet because it's not a coincidence that it was purple like i feel like purple is like the new it's purple is the new green it's definitely evil yeah (laughs) we saw that in obviously with agatha we saw that in moon knight with ahmed's power so it's definitely not a coincidence that that whole city was colored purple and who knows? Maybe that's where the Inhumans are. I and mean, we're going to get Daddy Inhuman show up in this show like he did for Multiverse of Madness. So, <laughs> yeah. Hey, I can dream, can I? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it, I think we're heading into it has to be big. I feel like everything's been so low to the ground that I would prefer no action to the action that we're getting, yeah. to be honest. I think the action is like, oh, Uh, I guess we had to put this on here. Like, I feel that if they just stuck with the world building they're doing, the girls that get it, get it. And the girls that don't, don't. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, who was your favorite character?
2: My
1: favorite character in this episode was the Red Dagger kid i forgot his name
0: (laughs) well because they never mention it like i said i always go and double check the episode recap from the official marvel website because we get names there and not just names but if there's something in the background they'll point it out if it's important like they did with the 10 rings logo they'll be like hey There was a Ten Rings logo in case you missed it. But I believe his name is Kareem.
1: Yeah. I thought he was so cool. And he was a great fighter, especially with his daggers. Because he killed quite a few of those clandestines with his daggers in
2: the back. So, yeah. What about you?
0: I'm also going to give it up to Kareem because... I love daggers. I love, like, I a I, controversial opinion, I loved Electra when it came out. I wanted to be her. I'm like, ooh, those little daggers are so cool. Um, <laughs> I like weapons. I think weapon heroes are cool. And not just a gun. How boring. Uh, he actually has to train. And the little scarf, it was just like, ooh, a little accessory. And he was cute. So it's going to have to be him. And yeah. I hope we see more of him. And now I'm like, are you going to die? <laughs> Is yes. she gonna Is that how she gets her scarf? Are we seeing the origin story of Kamala's scarf? Oh my god, how exciting. <laughs> oh no. Or she'll be like an honorary, like, whatever, whatever. Like, she's everything. What was your favorite scene?
1: My favorite scene of this episode was... Kind of all the scenes with Nani in them, her telling her stories, the interaction with Kamala's mother and her, uh, because they are heavy but true and, and stuff like that happens. So I just felt very, I felt very connected to those moments
0: what about you i think my favorite part is i know i'm usually an emotional girl but i think i'm gonna go for the train scene because it has been like the best action we've had on this show and they weren't even trying to kill each other yeah but i knew who this kid was i loved his little scarf and when he's like come with me if you want to live like Oh, I would be the worst hero. I would just be full of puns and references. I would be so fucking annoying <laughs> <laughs> So that about wraps up this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. I have been your host Irving and your host Eddie. And this has been Discussing Marvel, a Miss Marvel After Show. Be sure to tune in every week and join us next week as we discuss episode 5 of Miss Marvel.